Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Bruni's Breakdown, the 24-7 sports podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Bruni, and with me once again is Colin Mitchell. Colin, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Can I be a co-host? No, you said that way too fast. Calm down, Colin. We have a long podcast. I really wanted to get that out before I had because I wanted to see. I'm trying to save time, Mm -hmm. and that's why I had to say it fast to ask. We have a loaded podcast today, Colin. We can't be wasting time with your questions that nobody cares about. To be frankly honest, Um, uh, is that right? Yeah. You don't um, if anybody right. if anybody wants to uh, come in here and replace me, um, <laughs> I'll be. Uh, there, there's an open open application. All right, just, indeed.com. Just, no, to anybody that actually messages us on Twitch or that leaves a question or comment, you're the new co-host. There you go. That's that's the title. That's your, that's your new title. New co-host wanted. New co-host wanted. <laughs> um. Anyways, on a serious note, um, please talk in chat because we have lots of stuff to talk about today. Yeah. And and, and also, if our audio was messed up also talk in chat because, yeah let us uh, know we decided not to not to test it no colin doesn't colin just doesn't care anymore he just it's because it's because you put my we'll job up on linkedin okay <laughs> linkedin oh. <laughs> I, recruiter. I actually right. just started using linkedin the other day started sending out massive uh not friend requests what are they invitations called? invitations i hate okay i hate whenever you like look at someone's profile mm-hmm. and, it, and it tells them that you looked at it so then they know and I didn't know that. And I looked. At I tons, actually didn't know. That. I looked at tons of people, right? Like oh, tons of weird. people that I knew. That's weird. And then, like some random, like because no one cares about me, some mm-hmm. random person that it was like a bot or something mm-hmm. looked at mine, and I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" They all just yeah. knew. And it tells you like how many times you visited. And oh no, Colin! No wonder you didn't get hired anywhere. Not good. Oh, Not good. Um, but all right, this is gonna be a fun podcast. We are doing. Conference USA bracketology for all of you March Madness fans out there, for all of you conference tournament fans out there, this is going to be a great podcast for y'all because not only are we going to go through the bracket and pick who we think is going to win and whatnot, we're going to go through all the superlative teams, or I guess superlative teams, all the all conference USA teams, which were just announced at two o'clock. Actually, we're but they don't matter. Because ours are better. Yeah, ours are right. Well, actually, we did them separately, and we don't know what each other put, so... It's going to be really good. This mine is, are this right. This podcast is going right. to be probably the best podcast, the, just like last week's was last week's. You're setting you're setting expectations too high, Colin. It's not too high. Don't do that. Like this season? Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. Oh, no. <laughs> There goes our entire North Texas fan base right there. Yeah, they all just click the X. <laughs> Big X. All right, goodbye. Actually, I don't know. A lot of North Texas fans are pretty pessimistic right now. so That's okay. And it's understandable. Yeah. Uh, real quick, because we're not going to get into the FIU game that happened this week on um, whenever it happened, Saturday. Because Saturday. we're positive. Uh, it happened on Saturday. North Texas lost by 15 and uh, didn't show any real signs of life, unfortunately. Uh, Ryan Woolridge played half the game. Coach said he was still feeling some pain at halftime, so he didn't play the second half. And um, it basically looked like the last six games, unfortunately. So, thumbs up. That's exactly how that game went. Let's get into the fun stuff, though. <laughs> Conference USA basketball. Where do you want to start, Colin? Because we got either the brackets, we can go through the superlatives, okay, okay, or we can go through the conference. Let's do brackets okay, last. Okay, yeah, I agree. Uh, let's do all conference teams first. Okay. And then we can do the, the super. I can't say that word. Superlatives. So, yeah, superlatives. You also can't superlatives. spell it. I had to spell it for you. I had to spell it for you. I got to know. Okay. You're welcome. All right. So um, we did these completely separately. I want everyone to know that yeah. we we did not. Um, and we we didn't just we didn't just phone these in like we. Oh no. Like we spent some time on these. Oh no. At least I know I did. I don't know about Bernie. Bernie's not that thorough. You're saying, you're saying I don't work hard, Colin, on this podcast. I might be. What's the name of this podcast, Colin? <laughs> 
<laughs> all right let's go just for that you can go first well uh, let's start with 13 no how should we do this first i guess team? third team let's do third team no let's do first team yeah yeah because the snubs will go yeah okay, lower okay okay, okay, okay okay go ahead okay so all conference all conference will say first team okay this um also includes the people that we have selected as player of the year mm-hmm. okay um so it's gonna be five players on the first second and did you do a third team i did do a third okay team. first second I did not and third do a freshman team though okay well we'll skip the freshman team or defensive team i'll go through my fr- okay i'll go through both of those for me okay but first second and third team five players each uh i think conference USA when they released this had six players on the third team but we're gonna do this right and we're gonna do five players on each team yeah we um are gonna also ar- i do want to i do want to preface my all-conference teams and i try to keep it with a guard like guards and yeah some and position ascending. yeah placement obviously you can't do that in conference usa because everyone's a guard so um <laughs> it's true the, yeah um, yeah we'll see anyways uh, that's an nba thing yeah um but you go ahead go okay ahead. so these are not in any position order i okay. just have them listed okay so all conference usa first team collins all conference usa first team okay Collins. okay so guard I have a I don't say his name Ahmad Caver is that you say his name Caver yeah yeah so I have him for obvious reasons um along with his teammate B J Stith also say what team they are playing uh, Old Dominion so yeah they're both Old Dominion and they are literally carrying that team and willing that team to be as good as it is defensively and offensively so um this one's gonna be a little bit surprised I have uh, UTSA guard Keaton Wallace okay he is a lot better than I feel like people think after looking at all his stats and everything. I don't have those right in front of me, but we'll look at them later. Um, I mean, he's averaging 22.1 in conference play. Yeah, and that. and is I I know his player efficiency rating is like 22. Yeah, he can shoot. Yeah, he's crazy. like top 10 tons of categories. So um, I, I like him there. Uh, I also have his teammate, Javon Jackson. Uh, I have him first team, and I know his turnover percentage and stuff like that will kind of like he 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 turns the ball over and he's inefficient in some areas, but he also has like a forty percent usage rate. Mm. So I just feel like, Incredible. yeah, you you just I mean he's he's pretty efficient for that I guess. Yeah. Um, and then Charles Bassey of uh, WKU, and that's for obvious reasons because he's Charles Bassey. He is Charles Bassey. He is the best big man in in the conference. That's a good. So uh, all right, uh, now you you want to do that? Or yeah. You want me to go through all no, my? No, I want to go through okay. my first so team first now. Team. We can we can discuss what our differences here. Okay. Um, this is in. I'll say this is in no, no order as well. So first I have Javon Jackson from UTSA guard. You already mentioned it. His usage rate is really high. He was in non-conference when they didn't have Javon Jackson, they were terrible. And then when he came back healthy after missing like nine games or something like that, he, they just flipped a switch. And yeah. since then they've been really good. Second on this list, I have BJ Stith from old dominion. Uh, I think he was the best player on that team. Uh, when I whenever I watched them play, he is a big scorer. He's a physical scorer. He carried that team, like you said. Those two guys really carried that ODU offense. Third, I have Charles Bassey, Western Kentucky, the best big man in the conference. Um, defensive force uh, can score when he gets the opportunity to. Even though we've talked about on air, yeah. he doesn't exactly get a, enough opportunities for our liking. Fourth on this is going to be John Elmore from Marshall. Oh, I um, I think I that hurts. Despite me. Him, that hurts me greatly. Okay, look, despite him, obviously, I think taking a small step down from last year. I think a he is a lock to be on the team named from the conference. Not that that's um made a factor in my decision. I just think mm-hmm, that that's mm-hmm. he's a lock in that regard. Okay. He's still a great shooter. He's still a really good playmaker. 
and he's still the engine of that Marshall team in all assets. Even though they have guys around him who can score like Burks and uh, Kinsley, I think Elmore is the engine to that team. And they ended the season really strong. They ended up going, uh, what was it, 11-7 and in conference play for this season. So I, I have him there. And then my last pick is going to be surprising, I guess, to some of y'all. But I just think whenever I watch him and the numbers support it and his team is tied for second in the conference despite, I think, expectations not being that high this year. I have Tyree Griffin from Southern Miss. I like that pick. I he, do like that pick. He can score in a lot of ways. He's an underrated defender, even though he's a small guard. Um, I really like what they did as a team for Southern Miss, so I kind of re- want to reward that as well. Mm-hmm. I really like the Southern Miss team, and Tyree Griffin, I think, is the best player on that team. Even though last year, I think it was Cortez Edwards. Tyree Griffin, I think, has taken over that uh, I agree. for them. I agree. So no, that's, yeah, that's uh, my first team. I, I like your first team. I like your first team. I just, you know, John Elmore. I see. Okay, I see yeah. why you put him there. I just think that Marshall's taken such a step back this this season. See, but they're still eleven and seven. Right, they're still eleven. Even and though seven, they played in the second part, their defense is awful, and it they had terrible losses. And that, I mean, to me, that just can't. Make, I feel like the other players, the players that I have, at least. I've said it before, though, uh, in an article before that. I think John Elmore is. Whether you like it or not, is the face of Conference USA basketball right right now? Right now, yeah, absolutely. At this moment. I mean, he's the number one scorer. Yeah, of all but time, even so. even before that, I think just because of what he did last year in the tournament, yeah, you know, all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, and um, I I still in think he's game, I still think he's a top game, five player. His game is able to be liked exactly by by exactly. the masses. So. Exactly. And you see, he got married. I see he proposed at uh, senior night or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He proposed. Hey, congrats, Good for John. Him. Shout out, John. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, John, I know he is. Uh, my boy John. Good luck, even though even though I didn't I put you on my first team. Even though I've said before that I don't really like him, but who knows? <laughs> okay, all right, my, uh, uh, Collins team. all except for USA second team. Um, I'm gonna all right, I'm not gonna read off my first one yet. Okay, so my second guard, Tyree Griffin, for same reasons like you said, mm-hmm. uh, Southern Miss did really well this season and have some really big wins, and I feel like he was a big part of that. Um, Third guard is John Elmore. Got John Elmore on that team, obviously, because yeah. it's John Elmore. I just didn't think Marshall didn't go enough for me to put him on the first team. Okay. Uh, I actually have Cortez Edwards on the all-second team. And I feel like, although his per-game averages aren't gaudy, mm-hmm. they're close to Tyrese, and defensively, he is really, really, really good. Um, and he is one of the reasons why... I mean, last year, he willed them to beat... Middle Tennessee. He was the reason yeah. they won that game last year. So I, I put him there. And then I have forward Lewis Sullivan from UAB. Yeah. UAB's I think he I think he's UAB's second best player. That's my opinion. Second best player? I think he is. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give me a reason. I just he just is just good. He is he is good. Um Oh I'll let name name your other two. Oh yeah, sorry. I forgot the last Still. guy. I put Ryan Woolridge on the second team. Okay. And Okay. For yeah, those of you, to, for those we of you, to, we have to get those North Texas fans back. For, no, for those of you that that know the teams already, he made the third team, and I put him on the second team because I feel like if he were to play this whole season, mm-hmm. North Texas doesn't lose six in a row mm-hmm. or seven. I don't know. So how from many a years. value perspective, from a, yeah, exactly. From a value perspective, I feel like if you if you look at his sample, the sample of games that he's played, and you take away he hasn't played the, what the last six. Well, he played. Okay, he hasn't played healthy. He's been on and off. He hasn't played healthy the last six games. And if he were to be healthy, I feel like he no doubt makes at least the second team. So I I threw him on there because I feel like he deserves that. Okay. Based on his value. Okay. So they run run through their last names again, just so we know. Woolridge, Griffin, Elmore, Edwards, Sullivan. All right. 
Um, here's my second team. My second team starts with Ahmad Caver from Old Dominion. Mm-hmm. You had him on your first team. I understand that. He's a very good player for them. He, I just think Stith was, Stith was a little bit better in that aspect, um, especially on on offense. I think he's a kind of more reliable scorer. Uh, second, I have Keaton Wallace. You already mentioned him. He's a great, uh, great scorer, efficient scorer. I think he is underrated, like you said. I just don't didn't put him on the first team for me. Third, I have Brian Beard from FIU. I think that um, him. I mean, he's. They ended up going ten and eight, so one game back of Titan for second place, uh, along with the other four teams that tied for second place. But Brian Beard, I think has been tremendous he's beaten north texas like single-handedly twice so i maybe that's why i have a good uh image of him Mm -hmm. but he just can score the ball really well he's efficient and he's a smart playmaker for them fourth i have zach bryant from uab i think he is still the best player slightly on that uab team even though i like sullivan um i think that zach bryant is still what takes them over the top on that in that team daquan bracy for louisiana tech is my fifth player i think that he is um, that's an interesting very thing. underrated in this conference i'd have to yeah he averaged 17 points a game in conference play uh which i think is top 10 he for louisiana tech he is kind of their reliant reliable scorer on that team so that's why he made that team so just to run it back it's caver wallace bryant beard and bracy those yeah are no i like that team. i like that one all right who's I'd, your third team okay my um, the collins all conference CUC. this is where it gets super tough okay for yeah me. so for me you might hear a name or two that's kind of like eh Mm-hmm. But it's just I looked at them and I liked them. Um, I, I had trouble because there are so many cards. So mm-hmm. um, okay, so uh, I have Brian Beard. Mm-hmm. He could have gone second team for me as well, but I threw him on the third team. Um, John Davis out of Charlotte. I have him on the third team as well. Charlotte did awful, but he was literally their only option yes. for anything. So yes. I you got to give the man shout out. Oh, how do I not? Uh, Devin Andrews. What team is that? How do I forget? FIU, FIU. I believe. I think I have to double check it. Devin Andrews plays for yeah FIU FIU FIU. Yeah, I don't know how I forgot that. It's alright. No, I, he he, he, he doesn't the... jump off the page when you watch him, kind of. But he's had like a subtly good year. Yeah. And then uh, Xavier Stapleton is on your third team. He's on my third team. Wow. Yeah. He has been probably the best scorer on that FAU team. And then so. this is probably the biggest one. I don't want to pronounce his name. Oh, is it is it O? Osasu. Oh yes. Oshage. Oh, yes. I um, let me let me tell you how to pronounce it. You you got the you got the. No, I don't have the phonetics. Oh. Osam Osasamuan Osage. That's how I pronounce it. I he's my he's my he's my big man for that conference USA all third team. So. I didn't. I don't think I had a big man on my third team. Yeah. All right. Run it back with last names. Uh, Beard, Davis, Andrew, Stapleton. Osage. Osage. Yeah. All right. My third team is going to be John Davis from Charlotte. Like you said, great scorer on that team. Um, only team, only team was terrible. on that team, yeah. Team was terrible. Um, CJ Burks from Marshall, I think, needs to be on that team. I think he's had a good year. I think he's been a really good scorer for them. I had Josh Anderson from Western Kentucky. I think Western Kentucky oh, need, that's a good, that's needed a, good pick. a second player. That's a good pick. And it was either him or Hollingsworth for me. I didn't want to put both of them on. I, didn't, I couldn't put Hollingsworth on there. Yeah, so I put Anderson on there. Yeah. Um, then I had Antonio Green from Middle Tennessee. He put up. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, he averaged. Okay. He averaged a lot. I only saw him play one time in person, and um, he was solid. But I guess he had a really good run against everybody else. 
And last but not least, because I didn't do these in order, I did not do these in order, is Ryan Woolridge from North Texas making my third team. Okay. Um, I'd probably have Ryan below CJ uh, and right on par with John, uh, John Davis uh, just because I think he, he missed too many games and it hurt his team really badly when he was out. So, I mean, you you can play the value card, but yeah, I just we, don't we, know. Yeah, we both just did it differently. I just yeah. think that him missing time just kind of do- docks him a team. You know, I think he's a second team talent. I would put him above Bracey and Beard. I mean, and Brian if he was healthy, but he's not. He wasn't healthy enough. So, um, guys that I had to leave off were Hollingsworth, Sullivan. I had to leave off Sullivan barely because uh, I just wanted Josh Anderson on that team. I felt like West Kentucky was slightly better than UAB. And then um, there was a third guy. I'm not gonna remember who it was though. I spelt it, but it's really bad handwriting. <laughs> you know my handwriting college. It's not great. Read it. But anyways, the third team was Burks, Davis, Woolridge, Anderson, Green. That's my third team. Okay. Run back your first team again. Okay. So my first team was Caver, Stith, Wallace, Jackson, Bassey. Do we have any issues with that team? Well, yes. I wouldn't have Caver over. That was that's it's no order by the way. Like I said. No, yeah, I know. I mean, me personally, I would have still have John Elmore over Ahmad Caver, but that's that's me. I don't think that's a big enough arg- I don't think that's a big enough disparity unless you don't think John Elmore is even close to first team. No, I think he's close. I just think that his team didn't do well enough. It's not. It's not. It's more so of a knock of his team this season mm-hmm. than his own ability. I guess if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, my first team was Jackson, Elmore, Stith, Bassey, and Griffin. Those are my five. I think Griffin is kind of the tough choice there to put him over Wallace. Was tough for me, but I, I just think you can. I think you can. I, th- I think I think you can too. Um, let us know what you think. Tweet at us. Um, you can DM us. You can put it on Twitter. I, either way, we'll reply. I reply to a lot of people every day. So I don't get tweeted at, so that's all right, Colin. One day I'm like a retweet box. Um, <laughs> I. <laughs> That's why you still have this job, Colin. Okay. That's why you still have this job. Oh, uh, let's read the let's read off the official teams though, Colin. Okay. Now that they know what our teams are. Yes. The official teams, the All Conference USA first team was John Elmore, Ahmad Caver, B.J. Stith, Javon Jackson, and Charles Bassey. So they went with two Old Dominion, um, and John Elmore. Yeah. So they kind of split the difference between us two, basically. Yeah. Like you had the two Old Dominion, I had John Elmore. They split that. Second team was John Davis, Brian Beard. Cortez Edwards, Tyree Griffin, and Keaton Wallace. So they had two Southern Miss on there. You had Cortez on the second team, right? Mm-hmm. So, again, kind of splitting the difference. They had John Davis on their second team. I don't we, think John Davis – you can't have a team not make the conference tournament and put them on the second yeah, team. Yeah, not even close, really. I think yeah. they ended up with like three, four wins somewhere like yeah. that. It was bad. That's a really bad team. I don't think he should be on there at all. Um, Keaton Wallace, I'm cool with, obviously. Everyone else I'm cool with on that on that team. Okay, third team. Oh, I didn't put Cortez Edwards on my third team. That's that's one I probably should have put him over Antonio Green. That's that's the guy I had written down Edwards. I couldn't I couldn't read it. So I had Hollingsworth, Edwards, Sullivan, and Green fighting for that last spot, and I put Green in just because Middle Tennessee ended up being decent. Okay. Um, third team for the official third team, I should say, Anthony Adger for FAU. I just don't. Whenever I watched FAU, I watched Stapleton jump off the page. I watched some of their bigs jump off the page. I didn't. I didn't see Anthony Agger jump off the page for me. C.J. Burks from Marshall, Antonio Green from Middle Tennessee, Ryan Woolridge North Texas, Zach Bryant UAB, and Tavion Hollingsworth from WKU. Again, Antonio Green, I'm cool with because he put up a lot of points. So 
Yeah. Uh, CJ Burst, I'm cool with. Ryan Woolridge, I'm obviously cool with. Zach Bryant, I had him on my second team. I still think he's a second team player. And Tavion Hollingsworth over Josh Anderson. That's tough. It's kind of tough for me. I feel like he just wasn't efficient. He played. He played like 36 minutes. Yeah, he wasn't. Game. I feel like he wasn't even as good as he was last year. Well, he, he his really? per, his averages were higher, but he was just so inefficient. I feel mm-hmm. like this season, like last season, whenever I watched the tournament, that's the only time I ever watched him. And he he, we saw seemed, him in person last year. Um, oh yeah, we did. And, he, and he, he just lit, like he, he lit up he, North Texas. He just seems like such an like like, a, like kill you out there. Yeah. And then this season, it just seems like he's hit or miss. Yeah. And so yeah, I feel you. All right, those All right, are so the you those are run the official teams. Freshman, yeah, I did write down team. the freshman team. Going through the freshman team real quickly, I got four to five right before looking before they made it up. So okay, proud bro. of myself. Okay. Uh, the one I got wrong was Nigel Hawkins from UTEP. I got that one wrong. Uh, he did not make the official team. But the other ones were Charles Basti, obviously, Emoja Gibson from UNT, given. Effie uh, Odegi from UTEP had great numbers. Um, what do you average in reboundings? He led the conference in yeah. rebounding in yeah. conference play at almost 11. Tremendous. Uh, UTEP has some young guys I like, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, and then lastly, I had Tavion Kinsey who, from Marshall, who was their third best player, who was a no-brainer as well. So those were the freshman team. Um, for the freshman team, officially, they had Chris Mullins from Rice on there. I saw Rice twice, and I don't remember Chris Mullins exactly, but I'm sure he was fine. Um, then let's go to the all-defensive team. My all-defensive team was Charles Bassey, Ryan Woolridge, Os- Osasaman Osagi, uh, averaging 3.3 blocks a game in conference play, by the way, yeah. which is tremendous. What a guy. Um, Cortez Edwards, you've already talked about him being really good defensively. And then I had DeJore Dickens from ODU. ODU is like a team def- defense in a way, and so I kind of struggled picking out one guy. But uh, DeJore D- Dickens, I believe, had almost two blocks a game. Yeah, yeah, he had like 1.8. So, um, I want to get the number right though. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, he had two blocks. Per- oh god, I got really close to my mic for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I ran into it. Uh, anyways, he had two blocks per game. Uh, so he was on my team as well. The official defensive team was Brian Beard, who I'm cool with mostly, um, because he's a good defender. Um, wait, did I? Oh, no. One guy I almost had on the defensive team was Jared West from Marshall, the little guard they have that, like, gets into everybody guards. I think he's a really good defender. And he had, like, two steals a game. I'm surprised he didn't make it. But anyways, they had Brian Bearden, Osagi, Xavier Green from Old Dominion. So an Old Dominion player was on there. Cortez Edwards and Charles Bassey. So I got three out of five of those. Not bad. Not bad at all. Colin, are you ready for our... I'm actually kind of scared for the superlatives. superlatives because I have somebody on there. That I'm that I feel like you're gonna drag me for. <laughs> I probably will. The thing is, Conference USA did not release um, theirs yet. Theirs. So, so this is there's no bias for us. We'll see how wrong we were. You know, or uh, probably are. tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Okay. Oh, so they're probably you, listening. How, how to do you want to start tomorrow. this? All right. Anyways, uh, let's start from the bottom. Six man of the year. Six man of the year. Okay. So for six man of the year, you had you sound like you had some trouble with this, Colin. No, I like six man. I had a Superman. I, I, I love. Had a super I easy love pick. my six man of the year. I have a Osasum. I can't say his name. <laughs> Osasuman Osagi. Yeah. For FIU. Yeah, I have him. He played fifty. He split. He split he starts and and uh, I guess off the bench fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. But he only played twenty two minutes a game. And by the way, I don't have conference stats because I didn't even think of that. So I'm, so mm-hmm. I apologize for that. Uh, hey, what do you need? 
No, no, no. I have I have my stats, but like if it if they're really far off, if I just doubt it. Just let me know. Well. Okay. So, anyways, so he averaged eight point four points and eight point four rebounds, and three blocks. You said three point three in conference, yeah. so there you go. And his uh, per was twenty three point four. So I mean, yeah, man was efficient. Yeah. And uh, I I just thought that he was the most like bang for your buck in terms of minutes to uh, to uh, impact on the floor. So there you go. Okay. All right. Well, that's a good pick, but it's not as good as mine because mine is. I think it's definitely every time I watch this guy, he just jumps off the jumps off the screen to me. And I mean, when we saw him in person as well. Hold on. Let me see how many games he started. If I'm right. Yeah. Started eight of their twenty of oh. his twenty four games uh, that he played in, and I think he. Yeah, he averaged thirteen points a game. I think, and actually, hold on. Yeah, I'm saying a lot of things. I had a softball game to cover, so I wasn't exactly. I was pressed on time, but here you go. My pick is Xavier Stapleton. Xavion Stapleton. Yeah. Xavion, oh, did I really miss how Xavion many games he started? Stapleton. I put him on one of my teams, yeah, and I, and I yeah. just missed how many games exactly. he started. Wow. Exactly. So listen to this. Per forty minutes, he averaged twenty six point two points. That is seven more than anybody else on his team. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, he was second on team in conference play, and he only started one game. He averaged fourteen points in conference play. He started one game. I How think, many minutes per game? 21.5. Oh. This man is ridiculous. Oh, this man's crazy. <laughs> this man's unbelievable. Man ridiculous. Uh, so, yeah. And he was pretty efficient, too. 47% field goal percentage and a 39% three-point percentage. Well, uh, drop the mic. Please just erase my Xavion Stapleton. No, I like Osagi. Osagi's no, no, no. A really I just can't believe I missed that. That's what yeah, I'm he so was on your third about. team. <laughs> so this like... man was on your third team, and I just missed <laughs> game started. I just <laughs> that's awful. Yeah, so Xavion Xavion Stapleton is. Uh, I said Xavier first. I'm sorry about that, but Xavion Stapleton, sixth man of the year for me. Okay, um, there you go. Who's your uh, newcomer of the year? So newcomer of the year, we had to kind of do this weird because it's a weird award. Yeah, so we're doing it. I think. The way we're doing it, and I, I guess conference might do it this way. I'm not sure. Um, we're doing it most improved or newcomer or what transfer was or transfer something like that. Yeah. So not I'd, freshman. Yeah, I did. I did most improved mm-hmm. for me, and uh, I think this is a pretty easy pick. Keaton Wallace is mine. Uh, okay. So last season, okay. he averaged 11 points per game, three rebounds, shot 33 percent from three, and had a 12.9 player efficiency rating. And uh, only a 48% true shooting percentage. This season, he's averaging 20 points a game, five rebounds, 39% from three, a 22 player efficiency rating, and shooting 58% from the uh, true shooting percentage. That's a really good pick. I didn't. I didn't think he got that much better. But now that you because I never, I never, well, I never heard of him last year. I was like, let me see this guy. I heard of him, but I. Okay, yeah, that's a really good pick, actually. I didn't know he got that much better. My pick is a guy that we've said uh, his name on this podcast a lot already. You, um, Osa- oh, damn it, bro. Osasamun, Osasamun Osagi is my most improved player. <laughs> that's a good one. Listen a good to this. Pick. So last yeah, year, yeah, he, it was bad. he averaged 3.3 points per game, averaged 12 minutes, play, started only two games, grabbed three rebounds per game. All right, He was just not a big factor on this team. This year, you've already read off the stats, 8.4 points, 8.4 rebounds, 3.3 blocks. He's a baller now. <laughs> he's an actual. Simple as that. <laughs> he's a legitimate baller now. So, yeah, that's my uh, newcomer of the year. So, 
I, I like mine better. I, 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 give and take, give and take. I'll, right. I'll give you that one. That's right. a good pick. All right, so we're splitting. We're split now. All right, now this is the toughest one ever. I don't know how we decided. I don't this know one. how we're gonna get you this know, one either. Freshman, freshman of the year is fresh, tough. Freshman of the year, man. This is a difficult one. So I got a Mo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, no, uh, I have a. I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh, Charles Bassey oh, yeah. is my freshman of the year. Yeah, 15 right. points, 10 rebounds, 63% from the field, 50% from three, and 26% or 26 uh, PR. The only thing I can add to that is that he won player or he won freshman of the week nine times this season. So there you go. If you didn't pick him, then you're wrong. You um, Sorry, yeah, Mo. I love his, Mo. His, his 15 points don't jump off the page, but that's because I don't think Western used him correctly. Oh, God. But, uh, yeah, he's good. So I, I, mean, I guess the Western coach won't be winning your coach of the year. Yeah. Oh, correct. He won't be winning my coach of the year. <laughs> All right, let's get to defensive player of the year. I think we might have the same player here, but go ahead. I definitely no. You got to go first for this one. Okay. This is I have good. I have Osasum win Osagi. <laughs> um, it was either him or Charles Bassey for me. So those were the two, and I went with Osasum win because every time North Texas played Osasum win, he destroyed them. So I went with Osasum win. Charles Bassey's really good. But for a guy to average one whole block more than Charles Bassey is kind of ridiculous. So there okay, you go. Okay, so the second we start reading off the all-conference teams, I wanted to change this. You can't change but it. But I can't change it. I know. I'm sticking with it. Go with it. Be prepared to roast me, everybody. The, my defensive player of the year is Ryan Woolridge. Oh, you don't even go to North Texas anymore, Colin. You don't have to do this. I know. But he has the best defensive rating. I don't care what his defensive rating is. That, that team defense of North Texas is really good. I wish I had my hoop lens up just to roast you. <laughs> I because know. I guarantee you, when he goes off the court, the defense is not the thing that suffers. I know, I know, I know. So I completely don't think he... I think he's a defensive... I think he's a top five defender. I think if he stays healthy, he's definitely in the conversation. But no. Yeah, so... uh I'm wrong. That's okay. My coach of the year is pretty good, though. I just don't understand. I like my coach of the year. All right, who is your coach of the year? My coach of the year is Doc Sadler. All right, we had the same pick. He uh he took that that nine seed last season with the same players this season and less. Yeah. Let's just go through some stuff. He was great. Team short. They're like six three. Like that's their average. Mm -hmm. He uh went from two hundred fifty third in the nation to twenty seventh seventh in the nation in defensive rating in a year. Um, and he has huge wins. Like yeah. they don't win close games. They beat Marshall by like fifty something. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I feel like he was the only good pick because I feel like this. I feel like Southern Miss was the only team that kind of exceeded expectations this season. Yeah, and that's usually what Coach of the Year uh, awards are. Basically, they're guys who make the most out of their roster and, or their perceived talent. Right, and I almost went with UTSA's coach. Yeah, I could see that. But I just felt like. He did so much more with so much less. Yeah, they had the same amount of wins, and I think one team had Keaton Wallace and Javon Jackson, the other has Cortez Edwards and um, Tyree Griffin, and I think when you look at those on paper, Keaton Wallace and Javon Jackson are better players. But, I agree. I mean, Southern Miss was great. I I agree with you there. All right, give me your player of the year, Colin. Charles Bassey. I think you're wrong. You, got, you probably put John Elmore. Nope. Really? You're not even going to guess who. Yeah, take another guess. Take another guess. John Elmore wasn't even one of my top three. I had three people I was considering hmm. for this reward. Is so you, it Stith? It is Stith. Okay. It's Stith. I put Charles Bassey because Go ahead. he's a monster. 
He is a monster. He, I feel like his stats don't do him justice. It's true. I feel like he, his presence on the floor is just, it's, it's not his stats don't don't do him justice. And I feel like if he was used more, then he would just, I mean, he would be able to fill up any stat sheet. Um, so that's why I gave him Player of the Year. I know he probably won't get it. It'll probably go to like a Stith or someone like that. Um, but to oh. me, I feel like he, he was. I feel like the reason a lot of the time that WK was able to win games. And he is the best player in the conference. And he's yeah, and he's the best player. In the like conference. talent wise, and, that, and that's how and that's conference. how I like to I, I I like to grade stuff like this. I yeah. I I can say this is my MVP, I guess, yeah. quote unquote. And I feel like he was, who's the who if I if you if you were to ask me who's the best player, I Charles Bassey. So, I agree. um, the three players I was considering for this was Charles Bassey, Javon Jackson, and BJ Stith. Okay. I'm gonna be very upset if John Elmore wins this award. He's going to win this award. He better not win this award. I almost just I almost just swore on on uh, on pod, pod again. Wow. <laughs> no, I was gonna have like a, that's how have like ups- a swear jar. That's how upset I will be if John Elmore wins this over BJ Stith, Javon Jackson, or Charles Bassey. I will not I will lose my mind. So anyways, not only do those three players all have better uh, well UTSA has the same and Western have the same record as Marshall technically, even though Marshall was in the second pod. Those three guys were not only the reason why their team won games, they were what took them over the mediocre teams in conference. Exactly. And John Elmore struggled at times, especially early in conference, to do that. And these guys did it consistently. Javon Jackson did it every game. I initially, when I had this written out, I had Javon Jackson written down because I just watched him play, and I just think that he is the most dynamic player in the conference. He's the guy who can take over better than anybody else in this conference. Um, I think he has the most freedom, which Charles Bassey does not have freedom, you know, uh, especially on offense. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but then I got to Bassey and I'm like, okay, well, this guy's the best, probably one of the best defenders in the conference. He's a great player. He's the best player. So that made it tough. And then I went to this BJ Stith and I'm like, okay, great scorer. He's on the best team. He's a good defender. So it was just really tough for me. I was racking my brain. I ended up settling on Stith because I think Old Dominion was head and shoulders above the best team in Conference USA. I agree. So that was big for me. And then BJ Stith, I think, is a guy who can score at, I'm not going to say the next level, but I think he's a solid enough scorer to carry this team to a potential Conference USA championship. Consistent enough. Consistent score. So with him being probably the best two-way player on this list, even though Bassey's really good, um, I just think Stith, for what he's done for the best team at Conference USA, it's kind of that old thing, you know, best player on the best team. That's yeah. kind of a cop-out. I don't really know if that applies here fully, but I'm going to take BJ Stith. But I can definitely see the cases for the other two. I just can't see the case for John Elmore. Yeah. Do not let John Elmore win this. Please. Sorry, We're John. Riding. We're John, riding. John, if you're listening to this podcast, keep We're listening. Sorry. We're sorry. Because we'll trash you some more. I'm just kidding. Uh, all right. Um, are we oh, moving man. on to our bracketology? Let's get to our bracket, Colin. Let's get to our bracket because we got through all the superlatives. Also, another plug. Let us know what you think about our awards. Let us know what you think we're wrong, we're right, who I you need, have for this. I need a full breakdown of who y'all a have. A full Bernie's breakdown. This. Yeah, send me a tweet. or send, You can write it in notes even. Send yeah. me screenshots. I want, I want conversations. That's what I want. So send Dialogue. us that. Dialogue. There you go, Colin. <laughs> Also, those stats were great on the uh, the coach, hey, Doc thanks. Sadler, the Thank defensive you. rating and Thank stuff. You. Great job, Colin. Thank you. You're doing great. Thank you. Um, let's get co-host. Let's again. get to the bracket, baby, because <laughs> this is this is the fun stuff. This is what will be happening 
starting Wednesday in Frisco, Texas, which is like what twenty minutes from here. Yes, it's gonna be fantastic. You don't, yeah, I we're mean, in McKinney, by the way. I don't. We didn't say that, but yeah, woo, we're in, we're in Collins House. Yeah, we're in, we're in Collins House again. There you go. Um, but no, it's like a forty-five minute drive for me, twenty minute drive for you. We're gonna be there. Uh, the only day I might not be there is Friday because work, but we'll see. Awful. We'll see how that goes. Definitely, I will be there Wednesday and Thursday. Let's get it going, Colin. How do you, uh, I guess we'll just start from the top, right? Yeah, we read off like anything. Preface this at all? I don't think we should preface it. We'll just top pref- four seeds are Old Dominion one, yeah, Western Kentucky that. two, Southern Miss three, and UTSA four. Those two through four had a tiebreaker of uh, records against each other, basically, and Western won that. So there you go. Um, you want to start with the eight nine matchup? Yep, eight nine matchup. Uh, La Tech against FAU. Um. I didn't really. This is kind of just like one of those ones where I just kind of looked at it and was like, "Eh, I could go La Tech. I could go." Yeah, FAU. it's a typical eight nine match. Yeah, so I went with FAU. Oh, I don't. I don't really have anything other than to say that we dropped La Tech earlier in the season, and that's why. So since North Texas beat Louisiana Tech earlier in the season, oh, we canceled no. them. That's yeah, right. We, we, yeah. God. So FAU. Oh, I'm contradicting myself then. Yeah, you are, huh? Well, I'm still going with Louisiana Tech. All right. Even though I could definitely see FAU winning this game, FAU's got good size, got good um, presence in the paint. They got good guards. I mean, they're like a they're like a solid team across the board. That's why I didn't have any of them on my all conference teams because I don't see them and be like, oh wow, this guy's really good. I see Stapleton. I think he's really good, but comes off coming off the bench. Enough, yeah. yeah. So um, I see FAU as that team. I see Louisiana Tech as a team with Daquan Bracey, Daruji, and a bunch of guys that can not only score and make tough shots, but which is going to be big, making tough shots, making yeah. clutch shots, but also a team that can defend. I think they're them and FAU, honestly, they're two of the top five defensive teams in this conference. Yep. So that's going to be a really good game. I'm really excited for that game. I just think Bracey scores enough points for them. Louisiana Tech, give me that game. 5-12 matchup, Colin. Is, I thought this was pretty easy. Is UAB and Middle Tennessee. Yeah. It, it, I definitely picked Middle Tennessee. Oh, just yeah? Kidding. Just uh-huh. kidding. Antonio Green did it for you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no uh, I got UAB. Uh, I, I, I tried looking. So for each one of these matchups, I was like, all right, how could the other team upset mm-hmm. the, the higher seed? And I just didn't see it. I just didn't yeah. see it. So. When you look at UAB, you look at another good defensive team. Yep. Uh, you look at a team with Scooty Bryant. Uh, tremendous player again. I really like Scooty. He can dunk the ball like crazy as well. Crazy athletic. Uh, that's Zach Bryant for y'all. Uh, then they, you had him on your second team, Lewis Sullivan. Very good player as well. They have some depth on this team. They have, um, but I still think Sullivan and Bryant are just the motors for this team. And I think they're definitely going to take them over Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee looks like they've hit a little bit of stride when they played, you know, UTEP and uh, the bad teams. <laughs> the bad teams, but. And that's good for them. Maybe they'll give them a run, but uh, I'm going to take UAB in this one. 7-10 matchup is FIU and UNT. Should we save this? No. Oh, we're just going to go right we're into going it? straight into All it. All right, Colin. Uh, I know who I picked. Who did you pick? Colin, you, this is a podcast where you had Ryan Woolridge win defensive player of the year. Oh, yeah. You know you've I had, picked North Texas. You've had, I picked North uh, Texas. Ryan Woolridge at second. North Texas is picked. You picked North Texas? Yeah. Can't tell if you're joking or not. No, I, I definitely picked North Texas. Why is that? Because... <laughs> I don't have a reason. I looked at it and I was like, FIU is going to win this game, but I'm putting North Texas. Look, the only thing I'm going to say, we'll, we'll get into this after this, but yeah, we, North we, Texas we, losing three times to FIU would be a tragedy. I know. I just feel like, and that's that was one of the reasons I was like, 
can they do it three times? Like, can they God. really lose three times to the same team in a month? And it's not even like a top tier team. No. So I, I just thought that maybe, you know, North Texas just gets this one. And you know? here's the thing for North Texas. They're playing at home at least, right? No one's going to come the last two games, It doesn't matter. The last two games they played at FIU in Miami. That's a pretty big disadvantage. Even though nobody was in Miami watching those games, it's still, you know, you're yeah. playing at home. Who knows, man? Who knows? So, yeah, I picked North Texas. Um, I did not. FIU will probably win that game. <laughs> I picked FIU. Sorry. Um, even though we know that, okay, we don't know, but more than likely one of these four higher-ranked teams is going to lose. Yeah. And so you've already picked FAU, so that's kind of one already. But 6-11, Marshall Rice. I picked Rice. Okay, so I'm glad you picked Rice because I almost picked Rice. Okay. And I went through, but then I what went through Rice's schedule, and I was just like, man, that's tough. Didn't have any. That's way too close with Charlotte. Their, their wins over UTEP. That's way didn't. too close with UTEP. <laughs> and if any team is going to lose to Rice, it's Marshall. Yeah, that's, but, that's a fact. And, I mean, like I had it like I had it picked, and I went back and changed yeah. it to Marshall. And I, I just couldn't. I feel like it, John Elmore in the Conference USA tournament isn't going to let his team lose to Rice. Oh, his senior year. Yeah, oh, I just feel boy. like that's not going to happen. <laughs> but no, I definitely had Rice picked and <laughs> and and yeah. switched it. So I'm glad you picked Rice. I'm going with Rice, man. I just Marshall's defense is really bad, awful, and Rice is not a good defensive team either. But hell, shootout. Who knows, man? Who knows? I'm going with Rice. Screw it. Yeah. No. All right. Yeah. Uh, second round. Quarterfinals. Baby. All right, you had FAU ODU. Who'd you have in that? FAU ODU. I have ODU winning that game. Why is that? Because it's ODU, and they're, like we said, far and above the best team in the conference in terms of consistency, defense, and just all-around talent. A couple guys that can take yeah. over the game. Uh, I had ODU beating Louisiana Tech, so similar similar reasons. I just think that they're a better all-around team than Louisiana Tech. Yep. And I don't know if Louisiana Tech has the firepower to overtake them. Yeah. So... I mean, it would take. It'd be weird if Bracey dropped like thirty. That'd be kind of weird for me. But um, second round, we both had UAB versus UTSA. Who did you have in this game? UTSA. Why is that? Um, in my mind, Keaton Wallace and Javon Jackson. I just feel like right now they're hitting that stride in terms of you know just being able to take over game. And we saw yeah. the other. We saw uh, who did they play? Uh, they play Javon Jackson forced that game to overtime. Western, Western, yeah. So they beat Western, and. They're hitting their their good basketball right now, and that's all that matters. And I feel like uh, they're just gonna kind of use that. This Here's tournament. one thing I'm gonna decree right now: UTSA either wins this tournament or they don't win their first game. That's interesting. There will not be a middle ground. I think they're too hot right now. If they win, beat UAB in the second round, they will win this tournament. They will beat Old Dominion in the, in the semifinals. That is a good take. With that being said, I picked UAB in this game. <laughs> so I think UAB's defense is going to give them problems. I think that Bryant and Sullivan can score for the most part with uh, Jackson and um, and uh, Wallace. UTSA's role players, the Nicolau, um, and their bigs aren't consistent enough for me. Not that UAB has consistent role players by any means, but they have guys like Guy, um, and they have some other guys that can play. I think that talent-wise they match up with UTSA, and I think they're the better defensive team by a mile. The only question is, does Jackson and Wallace, do they just go off and drop 50 points and not care? And the game's over at that point. I'm going to pick UAB in this game. Also, another reason, because one of these top four teams is not going to make it out of the second round. And this was kind of my upset pick. So there you go. Okay. Ooh, all right. Uh, you had UNT Western Kentucky. Yeah. Who, Western wins this game. 
Are you sure about that, Colin? Yeah, you don't want to pick UNT no, to make the it. run? That's it. I'm this, not even that's gonna, where I'm the Cinderella even, story I'm stops? I'm not going to say anything. That's it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I went with Western Kentucky over FIU in this game. I think that uh, while Os- Osage against Charles Bassey is going to be really fun to watch. Charles Bassey is going to assert his dominance. I think this is the time <laughs> when Charles Bassey starts becoming a man. <laughs> He's not already one. <laughs> this is where he starts making a his demi- draft stock. A god stock. among men. <laughs> his draft stock is about to climb in this tournament. It could, I should say. Uh, next game, you had Marshall versus Southern Miss. Who'd you have? I have Southern Miss. Um, just because you had, I mean, you, like, we both said that Rice could definitely upset Marshall. Mm-hmm. Um, Southern Miss has been too good to me as of late. And uh, Marshall's defense is awful. And if they survive Rice, they won't survive Southern Miss. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, Yeah, I had Southern Miss over Rice for obvious reasons. Um, all right, so your final four are Old Dominion, UTSA, Western, and Southern. Yep. Correct? All right. I had ODU, UAB, Western, and Southern. So there you go. We both went pretty chalk as far as semis goes. Yeah. No, yeah. no uh, UNT making a run. But anyways, uh, ODU, UTSA, for you, who did you have? UTSA beating ODU. There you go. See? I have UTSA beating we ODU. We did not collaborate on and, this at and all. I, and I, I look, And I, I, said, I say this because... Both games that UTSA has played against Old Dominion this season have been decided by less than three points combined. Um, it's either three or four points. Yeah. And they split the games. Yeah. I think UTSA right now is playing better basketball. And I just think that... I think that if it's a close game, give me UTSA because I don't think Old Dominion has the playmaking ability compared to mm-hmm. Javon Jackson late game. Yeah, like Javon in, Jackson. In, in, clutch, in, cl- in the clutch minutes. He's another animal. Yeah, it's it's he over. Um, I had Old Dominion beating UAB in this game. I think that I could. De- this is kind of a coin flip game, kind of similar to UTSA ODU would be. I think that ODU just pulls it out because I trust Stith, my player of the year. I got to ride with him. I think Stith uh, kind of went to for ODU there. Uh, then Western Kentucky, Southern Miss. We both had that. Who do you? I have Western have? winning that game. Why is that? Uh, oh. Southern Miss's size. Western yeah. has Charles Bassey, six two and five ten backcourt can only bring you so far. Um, so I think Bassey kind of takes this game over and in wills. Here's uh, my thing. Western. I think that Western Kentucky has a limited offense because they can't shoot. So Charles Bassey has to have a really good game against Southern Miss. Mm-hmm. I agree. With this is a really tough game. I wrote Southern Miss, and I'm gonna stick with Southern Miss just because I think that we saw last year a glimpse of the moxie that this team has. I don't know, like using the word moxie, but it feels right for this team. Yeah, Cortez like Edwards, Tyree Griffin, their coach. I mean, this team just has a lot of heart to it, and I think that they're not scared of anybody, which we saw last year against Middle. So I'm taking Southern Miss in this game. Hard over height. Shout out to all the short people out there. <laughs> um, Southern Miss, Southern Miss wins this game. All right, so we have completely different finals. Yeah, you have you, you have UTSA Western, which is going, which would be really fun, and I have Old Dominion Southern Miss. Who do you have winning it all? Unfortunately, this is where the Cinderella story ends, and I have Western beating wow. Southern Miss. I mean, uh, what, uh, UTSA. UTSA. Um, we've talked about this all season. Western has the best talent out of all the teams. Mm-hmm. I feel like defense. I feel like if, if Western makes it to a final, they're not going to let themselves lose a game. Okay. If 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 it comes down to it, I feel like Hollingsworth will finally have that game that we all know yeah. he can have. I feel like Charles Bassey, like you said, he's probably not going to be in this conference next season. Yeah. Um. And 
they just have so much talent and UTSA is limited to those two players and Javon Jackson and Keaton Wallace. So I feel like it's a close game. They've, they've, they played a close game with Western the other day and beat them. But yeah. I think Western, if it was a finals championship scenario, I think Western pulls it out and wins. Yeah. Also, another thing for UTSA is that they're basically the second closest team. Them and Louisiana Tech are the two, yeah. you know, close teams in proximity wise to the star. I picked Old Dominion over Southern Miss. I think it'll be nice that the best team in conference wins the conference championship if this happens. Um, it'll be tough for them. They got to go through UTSA, got to go through La Tech, got to go through Southern Miss to win this. Um, and that's just who I have them going through. They could play somebody else. But um, best team in conference, two of the best players in conference, best defense in conference. I'm going to take Old Dominion. We all know that this is the conference tournament. This is March. Middle Tennessee lost in the first round or in, in their first game last year. They could lose. Old Dominion could lose to Louisiana Tech. I do not know, but I'm going to go Old Dominion. I like their team. I think they're the best team. They're going to. I picked them. But there you go. All right. All right, Colin. Uh, I think we, we have we have we have one thing to talk about. I close my book. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm, hold on. I'm okay. Yeah, you. you I'm getting comfortable, Colin. Yeah. Sit because back. How, how long we've we been with this podcast? About 50 minutes? I don't know. You don't know, Colin? Uh, it's, been it's been about 50 yeah it's it's all right let's spend the last 10 minutes of this podcast talking about north texas yeah so we've kind of avoided this we definitely the elephant in the room definitely have the elephant this. in the room ladies and gentlemen north texas is not going to go to march like we all thought they were going to <laughs> pre-conference before they played oklahoma before they played <laughs> oklahoma uh, um damn. and we looked this up north texas has like by far the worst schedule in conference, like the strength of schedule wise, according to Basketball Reference. According to Basketball Reference, and man, this team's the same seed it was last season, Bruni. It's um, so the team obviously was twenty and twenty and four. Oh, no, twenty and four at one point. Yeah, twenty no, twenty four, twenty and four. Because they've lost four in a row. Now they're twenty and eleven. Oh yeah. So they were twenty and four at one point. Now they're twenty and eleven, and all we can ask ourselves is, how did we get here? But we've answered that on podcasts before. We've we've talked about go that. back and listen to we've those. We've talked about that at length. That's our last two podcasts have only been about this team and why they've not been good. So if you want to listen to that, you can go ahead. I want to talk about Colin, the the brighter side of things. How can this team make a run in the Conference USA tournament? We telekinetic. How do you say that? Telekinetically I had like that the word. same thought i think we had the same thought all right we were both like look there's only one way this team makes a run all right and we were both like yeah but you know that's not gonna happen so we both said that we are on the same mindset i think colin what is that way of north texas making a run in the tournament i think it has something to do with a guy we talked about yesterday but go ahead who is it guy we talked about yesterday oh go ahead just tell me tell me who who i feel like north the only way north texas can make a run and that and to me a run is just winning two games okay yes that yeah. is a run um it's gotta come down <laughs> to rose oh yes this we were on the same it's page. gotta come yes. down to rose high five colin yes so rose went zero dark 30 yesterday <laughs> he is in playoff mode lebron went to playoff mode we all saw how that went so hopefully this isn't some cruel allegory of what's going to happen in north texas in this in the coming week um but rose so Rose, this Rose has to return to form. This is it, Rose. This is it. That's exactly what I was thinking. This Man, is it. we are just on the same because page, Colin. We because we talked about it before. 
when me and Brittany looked at this FIU versus North Texas thing, we both said FIU was going to win. I picked North Texas because I had to, okay? You can't go five years in a row not winning a game in the conference tournament. It might be six now. Yeah, probably. Um, and the only way, the only conceivable way I can see this is if Rose... How many points? Like, does he have to average? No, in the first game. To beat FIU, how many points does he He's have? He's got to have 25. Oh, you're crazy. No. 20. 20. No, 20. I'm not He's crazy. He's not having 25 points. There's no way Ryan plays that whole game. Oh, here's another thing. Ryan Woolridge is not going to be healthy for that game. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, if who are you going to go through? You have to go through Rose. He has to get 25 points 25 because... 25 is crazy high. It's not That's crazy way to too me. High. It's not crazy to I me. I think 15 to 20 is... A, okay, they'll, no, they'll I have a good chance of winning. I'm saying he needs 25 to win. Because I, 20, I look, I think I look at it this win. way. I look at it this way. Who's going to score for this team? You have Jordan Duffy and Mo. Okay, you have Jordan Duffy and Mo. Okay, Mo's proven. Mo, Mo can score. Mo's proven. Mo can score. Mo, Mo will get them 15. Duffy's going to be playing de facto point guard. Oh, yeah, he struggles with that. And he can only play that for so many minutes, and then you have to throw him because he's not conditioned like yeah. like Orion was. Yeah. So I just feel like it's the ball, the, the offense is going to have to move through rows like it was last season. It's going to be... It's either going to be really ugly or really beautiful. More likely that it's really ugly. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna I be. think there's zero chance he scores 25 points. Okay, I'm not going to say zero. 1% chance he scores 25 points. I think 20 is a reasonable number for him. If he scores 20, I think they win. But the likelihood of him scoring 20 is extremely low. So let's go through the options. Jordan Duffy, we agree, probably not going to score over 15. I think it's going to be agree. tough for him. I agree. For, especially if Ryan is not healthy. Um, Mo, I think he's likely to get like 15. I can't see him going over 20. The only time, the only scenario I see him getting over 15 is if the team's down late and yeah, he just, starts starts even. Yeah. Um, Zach Simmons, he struggled over the past two months. I mean, how many points do you think he's gonna score? Four. Oh God, that's six. Though. He's going against uh our my defensive player of the year, so yeah, probably like six to ten. And then you get really short. Then you go to Mike Miller. I think Mike Miller's just going to bring hustle this game. I don't. I don't see scoring. Game is get ten. Give me like twelve points. Okay, twelve. No, yeah, yeah, twelve points. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm talking about like not yeah. more than fifteen. Yeah. Uh, then you go to Ryan. And Ryan, do I we feel think like, how Ryan? How I feel like it's going to be the same scenario because Wednesday's two days from now. We saw him against FIU. He wasn't able to play the second half, and if Ryan's not able to play, then oh. that means that he's actually hurting, and I and his body's not going to be right. He's not going to be fit. He's not going to play Mr. F- he's not going to be Mr. 40 minutes and he's oh, not going to have that first step and that's Ryan's game because all season he's been inconsistent from 3 and you know he's not going to be able to get past defenders that are sitting at the free throw line. So he's going to it's going to be a rough game for him and it's I feel like we're going to see Jordan Duffy at point more than we are at Ryan Woolwich. Yeah. So that that'll suck. Um I think that's everybody. Pretty much. Am I forgetting anyone? Mike. John. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Tope, Shakim. Oh, DJ. I mean, what's the expectation for DJ right now? Expectation for Eight, DJ six points. Maybe if he hits three threes, I'll be ecstatic. Yeah, ecstatic. no, I'll be happy. I'll be, I'll be ecstatic. Yeah, I'll be happy. Um, but no, I feel like Rose for this team to win has to score. I mean, it just has to be. I mean, how else? This team can't. We've seen that what this team has tried to do these last two games, and it's just look. What have we said all season, Colin? Well, last I think the last time we were here or two times ago we were here. Two times, okay. 
we talked about this off air. We predicted this fall off kind of early. We, I'm not going to say we predicted it, but we kind of knew something no, was wrong. we kind of predicted We it. knew something was wrong. After they lost to UTSA, we had a whole podcast talking about changes they need to make to do better. And that was their first loss. That was their first loss in conference play, and that was like their second loss of the season. Yeah. But we were like, okay, something's kind of iffy about this team. Because this team, again, for the hundredth time on this podcast, this team does not have a go-to scorer. All right? This does not have team does not have a go-to creator even. All right? So, in order for this team to make a run, they need to do that. They need to have Roosevelt Smart score 20 points. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's the one with the highest ceiling still on this team. We've been through a whole season. He is still the one with the highest ceiling point-wise. All right? Um, Mo, I just can't see him giving over 20. Duffy, I can't see him giving over 20, especially if Ryan's hurt. Um, I think Rose is really the only chance of this team winning one or even two games in, in the tournament. He has to go off. And hopefully Zero Dark 30 or Zero Dark 3, as I like to call it, um, will help him. But the likelihood is that it's not. So we'll, we could be back here um, next Sunday and recapping the season. But who knows, Klein? Stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened. Um, but, you know. Yeah, that's all I have to say. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> that's all for I it. have to say. Uh, North Texas plays at 8.30 on Wednesday. Yeah, p.m. P.M., obviously. Well, um, they have morning games, so. Yeah, but th- th- whatever. Um, I will be there for all the games. There will be two, but I'll be on Corday. They'll be going back and forth. Yeah, um, they're on, uh, North Texas is on Corday, for those of you who don't know. Did not know that. Um, so, yeah, they're on Corday. I'll be on Corday. Uh, good. That's good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. 8.30, 8.30. PM at Fris- at the Star at Frisco. I'm excited for it, Colin. Uh, again, let us know what you're thinking. Send us your tweets. Send us um, mail. Send us an emails. Send us anything you emails. got. <laughs> yeah, anything you got. Uh, Drop your email right now. I don't like it because I made it when I was 11. <laughs> I still have to make a new one, Colin. Uh, Matthew Bruni at or Matthew.Bruni at DenRC.com. There's my DRC one. So there you go. I'm about to get that maximum spam. Um, All right. Plugging stuff, Colin. Follow us on Twitter at CJH Mitchell at MattBruni25. Follow us on Twitch at Bruni's, Bre- Bruni's underscore breakdown. Follow us on... Sp- We're not on Spotify. I almost said Spotify. SoundCloud and Apple. Bruni's Breakdown Podcast. Leave us a review. We greatly Five appreciate stars it. Only. Like us on SoundCloud. Throw us a follow on both of those. We'd greatly appreciate it. Um, if you enjoy our content, leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Be a great person. We love you. Yeah. Um, do your, do your civil duty. Is there anything else to plug? VIP? Oh, 24-7 he sports. He always gets that. Man, acts like he doesn't want to get paid. No, no, no. I do, <laughs> I do, I do. I promise. Uh, but no, yeah. Subscribe to 24-7 sports. Uh, Mean Green 24-7 specifically. Forget all these other sites. Um, Mean Green 24-7. Subscribe. Uh, at least, at the very least, um, subscribe to our newsletter, which is free. We uh, send those out after games. I do player grades for VIPs. It is almost football spring season. Have plenty, plenty, plenty of VIP content coming that way, and especially recruiting as well. So with that being said, Colin, anything else? No. Nope. We're going to go eat. Yes. I'm excited. Let's go do it. Uh, And y'all have a great week. We will see y'all in Frisco and talk to y'all later.